So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. What we're going to be chatting about today, folks, is how do you target and motivate, or how do you target, market, and convert motivated sellers, but doing it online? Um, if you're chasing this uh, audience, you're chasing this market, you realize that it's usually a multi pronged approach, or isn't a single one size fits answer for all, whether you're layering that with um, cold calling or your door knocking. But what we're going to talk about today is really just the digital side of it, specifically on how we run uh, Google ads, either it's PPC um, and Facebook IG to target motivated sellers. So we're here with an agency today. They wanted to come on the show. Obviously, they do this for you guys. You guys can learn more about their services at the end here. But I want him to walk us through how it's working um, first, because uh, that's really, really exciting. If you guys have not been following what we're doing here at Real Estate Marketing, dude, we just launched a... Uh, um, a huge, we're, we're right in the space, like, and because there's such a huge market with motivated seller leads, everybody is after them. And everyone's trying to take realtors out of the equation here. And the reason why we built the listingadvocate.com site out was so that you can adapt a multiple offer approach or multiple option approach, because that's where it's going to play in for a lot of these seller leads. When you're mo- marketing motivated seller leads, only about five to 8% of them are going to actually convert and take the cash offer that you're most likely um, marketing them with. However, it's like, what do you do with the other 92%? And that's where having multiple options comes into place because as long as you can monetize the transaction, who gives a shit which option they decide to go with at the end of the day? It's just a matter of how as you as an agent can spin off that business into other business, right? Like, I don't care what option they choose. If I'm still getting paid a percentage to sell the property, I don't care if that goes through a cash buyer, regular listing, fix and list program, trade in option, you name it. So uh, we're not gonna get into multiple options. I just wanna get into the seller lead generation stuff right away. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest. I might butcher your name, but not the beginning part. You Hispanic dude, Esteban? Oh yeah, man. That's, That's all right, we got, a, we got another fellow Hispanic on the show. Um, I'm the white Mexican, they call me. Uh, my last name Cuevas, but Esteban Andrati. Did I say it correct? Yeah, Andrati. You said it in an Italian accent. I love it, but yes. There you go. Sweet. Well, nice to meet you, dude. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you're doing? Uh, nice to meet you, man. It's awesome being here, uh, listening, uh, you know, just been listening to some of your other podcasts and now talking to the audience here, the listeners it's um it's it's an honor so one thing that we're doing here we're helping real estate investors and hybrid agents really be able to monetize inbound leads inbound motivated sellers that would usually will come with the intention of selling their property because they're searching for you they're, they have the intent of uh, looking out for a solution uh, usually you do have that solution and uh, they could also be targeted or retargeted on Facebook uh, just because we are, we are able to use all this algorithm out there. Uh, so we know, and Facebook knows exactly what your audience is talking about, what they're texting, ch- chatting with your friends or family or you know business partners. Facebook knows all of that, captures that, and we're able to target them, right? Based on their search. Uh, what am I searching today? Like as a homeowner that is looking to sell their property, maybe they see this market that is crazy, but they are going to go, th- they're going through some sort of hardship. They're looking in Google and uh, probably they're also asking on Facebook group. They're asking a, a friend on Facebook or maybe Instagram. And all of this data is captured by these giants. All right. They're being targeted. They are going to show these ads as soon as they do a search in Google or as soon as they go into Facebook newsfeed or Instagram newsfeed, wherever you are, you're going to be there showing an offer, showing them that like what Mike said, you can offer them options. You can give them the ability to, to sell their property, not only one way, all right, but at the same time, getting them on the phone, right? So that is exactly uh, in a very high level, what we're going to go 
uh, and go deeper, uh, do a deep dive. So let's say about, I like the term how you're using hybrid agent. Our friends over at Carrot um, use a hybrid agent term a lot. And the hybrid agent, just so you guys, if you guys aren't aware of that, is that I believe also it's going to be the future of the business too, is that um, you're going to need either an investor offer. The, the, the ones who are really smart though are going to become the damn investor or at least partner with investors and whatnot as they find these deals. Because I think everybody needs a cash offer and it might as well be you. I mean, why would you, you're in real estate. You should be buying and selling your own houses down the road because you're going to come across X amount per year. They're going to make sense. And when you're already set up to be the investor, you can take advantage of the situations. So let's get into it uh, with um, marketing sellers because seller lead generation is what everybody wants. And traditionally seller lead generation, if you want to generate a lot of listings and you have to be the most fucking popular person in the market to generate those seller listings, right? People always say, well, I want to get more listings. We'll get more fucking friends, get more people who own houses, know what you do for a living. Yes. Right? That's usually common sense. But in this case, we're actually going to go be marketing seller lead because most online marketing traditionally is for buyer lead uh, generation. Most companies and agencies will go out there and, um, you know, put out a list of homes for sale, not on the market, right? And that's how they generate the initial buyer lead. So how do we, first off is, what is the offer that we're making online to target a seller? And then we'll get in the next who we're going to target, but let's do it one at a time. So yeah. who, who are we, what's the offer? What do people, what do motivated sellers want online? Yeah, absolutely. And just, of course, to add on what you just said, a lot of other agencies or people out there will tell you, Oh, we'll get sellers out of the buyers, out of the buyer campaigns. And yeah, that could be like a small percentage of it. But how do we actually hyper target and only get sellers? Like, how do we actually get only sellers, people that are looking to sell their property, regardless of their motivation? That's going to come down to an offer. Now, a lot of real estate agents, they, you know, they need to start partnering up with real estate investors because real estate investors will also give them uh, a way to get more deals going, but you can also send them to real estate investors, these type of deals, if you don't know how to monetize it yourself so that you guys increase your conversion on what's coming into your pipeline. So what is that offer? Usually, let me tell you that homeowners, they want the most fast, convenient, top offer and cash sounds always and smells good. All right. Cash is something that people love. People will, in their head will be like, okay, I will have a big bag of cash for my 200K home. I want to go ahead and uh, get, see what, what can I get? What kind of cash offer? So we're, we're having different offers de depending on how you would want to pivot during the conversation with this homeowner, with this uh, seller that is looking to sell. So you don't know yet what they're going through. They might be just going through a situation where they're moving out of state and their best option is to cash out real quickly because they cannot deal with this situation anymore where they have to handle this home. So we're going to offer them to sell their cash, receive a cash instantly, all right, to receive a cash offer probably in the fastest way. Again, convenience, speed, that's what they love, all right, without having to uh, do any repairs on the house or without having to... Uh, do any staging or, you know, just preparing it for a listing. So those offers that usually go on the headlines, either on Facebook or in the face, in the Google ad from PPC, all these type of benefits, all right, that you are telling your clients that they, they can get by working with you is what we're looking for. So yeah. there's going to be different uh, offers out there that we can give. We can give them a cash offer and they receive the, the, the offer instantly and and that means that we're going to follow up with them and call them right away to to figure out what's their situation and see how you can work it out you're gonna tell them and this is how hybrid agents say and they do it is that uh here i'm i, I just received your cash offer request i'd love to talk to you uh, understand what's you know what's what's really uh prompt you to jump into a call with me because i can buy i buy houses and i can make your house be for sale or sell your house fast, many different ways. One of those is we're going to give you a cash offer. But if that doesn't work for your specific property, because we buy maybe three, four houses uh, a week or a month, then we can also give you top dollar for your property, right? So you, you set the stage, you set the tone with, with the homeowner of what you can actually do for them, right? 
um, when you're getting them. And if you have to disclose that you're an agent, always do that for sure, 100%. But always let them know that there is a, an option out there other than just a, a regular listing, right? But yeah. why is this important? So hooking them with a cash offer will, will also bring homeowners that maybe they are considering an agent, but they're also considering other options. So what if you are that agent that hooked them right there, all right? What if you're that agent that uh, is giving them that option, that other option, and if they, if they don't want a cash offer because it seems like a cash offer doesn't work, then work with the guy and establish that relationship as, as their preferred real estate agent. Of course, that requires a certain amount of you know, sales and negotiation skills, report building skills and everything that you should be doing for sure. But at least we'll give you that as edge to talking with people before they make a decision with working with an agent, right? Because they want a cash offer. Now, another one, another of the offers that I love also giving is sell your property as is and get top dollar. Why is that? Because I know as an agent, you can definitely deliver a top dollar, uh, a top dollar agreement by selling in this market, by staging it well, by making sure that that happens. But also as a hybrid agent or as a real estate investor, uh, also mentality is that you can create options creatively to per- take over these properties. And uh, I'm pretty sure Mike, and all of you that are very, very, uh, very, very, very aware of the creative options that are out there to take over properties. Uh, I, I want to call it seller finance subject to lease option. All these kind of options out there that you can also give them basically full, full top dollar for their property because you're agreeing on terms. So that is also another skill set that our clients that are real estate investors and uh, hybrid agents have learned in order to convert more deals into contracts, more and more leads into contracts, right? Yep. Well, so you guys, what you guys got to realize, what you're saying here is like cash buyers, cash offers are usually what um, get someone to raise their hand because most people who are motivated are facing some kind of problem and they need an exit, uh, easy solution, fast solution. So when we're targeting uh, different sellers, you're targeting the ones who are actually motivated because they're the ones who are most likely to get a cash offer. Someone who's not motivated isn't going to want to take an investor's lowball cash offer. And you can assume that all cash offers are going to be a lot lower than a traditional listing offer would be because that's part of cash. You, there's a cost of convenience. Um, and as is, yeah, I, I always look say cash offer close on your timeline. Um, they buy it as is. Um, and save thousands on closing traditional closing costs. 100%. All those so, things will cover keywords. what we need. Convenience, speed, right? What's the best type of deal that they can get out of their home that they have? And they may not know exactly what they, they could get. You know, you, 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 they don't know that their property says something in Zillow, but they don't know that the property requires 30K, 20K in repairs. They don't know that because they're not, real estate experts or or they don't they're not didn't know about any of the fixes that that their property needs to do or anything let's apply this to the current market now so i'm an agent let's just say i'm in the midwest i'm in ohio michigan illinois whatever and um, i'm marketing cash offers well if you're in a market that has like zillow buyers or like open door for example those fuckers are paying 107 percent of market value right now yeah like so like and they're doing it fast as is. So like partnering with like one of those types of iBuyers in this case, and not just having just one or the other, because you should also have your mom and pop investors with you guys as well, because um, sometimes those deals will work for them, whereas sometimes the iBuyer deals will not work for them. So different investors will be willing to pay different things. But imagine if you had four or five different cash offers and let them shop with that. Not too many agents can walk into a seller and say, hey, I could get you five offers from five different parties within 24 to 48 hours. 100%. That's pretty damn powerful to say. And the key is, you're right, is it's not what, um, getting the calls half to battle, right? That's usually the hardest part. But then the second hardest part is, okay, what the hell do you do when you get there? Because the conversion is had in person or even on the phone. And it's, what do you do when they say no to that cash offer, which is in how, how many, what percentage of the time? I always like to say 95, um, over 90% of the time, they're not gonna take the cash offer. 
But it doesn't mean that the conversation's over. That's when you spit them off into something else, right? 100%. That's when you pivot. When yeah. That's when you also set the tone to, uh, to be able to give them a different option and also follow up with them, right? That's, that's all the other part of the conversion. Like a conversion, uh, as, as much as much uh, options and as many options and as many follow as much follow up and, and nurture that you give to this client after that initial conversation and then maybe they have rejected a cash offer is what's going to give you uh, the ability to be able to convert more. All right. It's, 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 it's definitely a number game, but it's also is like, what kind of, what type of solution and how, how, how much are you going to really willing to, to give this client um, to, to solve that problem that they have and to, uh, and to really monetize it anyway, anyhow. Okay. Yeah, and then totally. like Mike was saying, Hey, look right now, real estate investors are also partnering up with hedge funds, like open door, <laughs> like mm -hmm. they, they get, up. yeah. Cause right now this crazy market that things are going over, like over 20 K 30 K 40 K of asking price. Um, Right now, you you have a, a real estate investor that you know maybe is doing uh, maybe doing deals in Ohio or Michigan, and uh, locks up in a property, tries to find a buyer, okay, but they know that Open Door will buy at one hundred seven percent. All right, so they're gonna offer it to Open Door, and they'll probably buy it. So right there, you also have a deal, and like you said, like hey, what if you actually can tell your real your your homeowners? And this is also an, a, a copy that we use in our ads, by the way. We say something like this. We got good news, guys. We got good news, homeowners. Uh, right now, we have multiple buyers that we can give you, that we can, that can give a cash offer for your problem property or for your house and be able to buy it in any condition as is, no matter the situation. And we list down a series of benefits, all right? We list down a series of benefits of working with a real estate investor or receiving a cash offer or just a hybrid agent. And then we tell them, hey, but you know what? You know what's bad news about it is that right now, it's right now you've only heard about it just right now. So take action and click on the link below to get your cash offer and receive this multiple cash offers in an instant, right? That's when you guys come in and you guys are able to uh, get them on the phone. Who yeah. are we? Uh, so cash offers, folks, that's your number one ad. Uh, let's go on to the next part. How do who we target? Who the fuck are we putting these messages in front of? <laughs> we're not using every door direct mail. Like We're not going to go to your everyone's neighbors. This is where everyone messes up, I, I think. Um, it, what we just walked you through wasn't really rocket science. It's like, hey, I have a cash offer for your house. I know you need to get out fast. Here it is. You want to get it or not? Very simple, right? There's nothing really that complicated about it. Just you got to learn how to do the nuances of ads and run your own ads and all that. But to me, that's pretty straight up. Um, who are we targeting is the question. Um, who do we put in these ads in front of? Uh, so if you're targeting on pay-per-click, what are you targeting? Keywords, are you targeting? And are you, let's do that. I have another question for you after that one. Yeah, absolutely, man. So for example, pay-per-click. Pay-per-click is going to be, uh, pay, you know, PPC, Google AdWords, basically. We can also use other platforms like Bing. But we're going to place ads, all right, that are based on uh, words, phrases, based on a call to action that is that are words. We're going to place them in front of people that have searched a specific keyword or combination of keywords in the search bar. So we're talking here, for example, uh, I need to sell my house fast. And adding fast to I need to sell my house will give us the and determine us that this person really wants to sell their prop their property for some sort of motivation right they need to do it fast they're not just they're not just uh kind of like shopping around and trying to right. trying to see what's the best option out there they need to sell their property fast or uh they are probably typing cash for homes in detroit michigan cash for homes in uh i don't know ohio, uh, columbus ohio all these type of keywords that now Google will capture, all right, will understand that someone is, is actually doing a search and will put you in front. Top four, the top four searches are always going to be ads, unless you have some crazy ad blocker. <laughs> yeah. But the top four, it's always going to be ads in the mobile and in your desktop. So that means that you're right there, you're in front of them doing a Google search. Okay, 
in uh, doing a Google search, you're in front of motivated sellers that need to sell their property fast. Why? Because of the keyword. And there's many other keywords. There's like hundreds of keywords that you can use in combination that people use to search. All right. So for example, how do I sell my house without making any repairs? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, how, how do I sell my house yesterday <laughs> or things like this right. uh, keywords and combination of keywords that people will type, will go to your website. And if your landing page says and it properly funnels them to, for them to submit a form or a survey as after you guys asking the question of who are you, what's your name, what's your phone number, what's your email, and maybe what's, what, was the, what is the reason that you're looking to sell that those are questions that you can ask. You submit that, it will get to your CRM, you'll follow up fast, okay? And that's very, very key. Why? Because people that are doing this keyword search in Google will ultimately have a pain. They're usually more motivated. Usually these people, they have the intention of, of going out there. All of a sudden, now they're, maybe they, they thought that foreclosure was not going to come. Then three weeks passed, they're in pre-foreclosure and they're coming in here, typing that fast right need i need to sell my house fast and now you got to be able to know that these people are probably not only going to go to the first search but could potentially also go to the second search which is your competitor and maybe also go to a third search why because they need to solve the problem usually asa quickly okay yep. so that's why ppc whenever you come as ppc you got to come in a lead comes in you follow up fast super extremely fast like 20 seconds fast. Hopefully you have a CRM that, like we do that, that sends a text message right away to at least let them know, hey, look, I'm right here. And also an email, all right? And you could potentially also forward a call to yourself so that you can give that call right away, yeah. all right? Or if you have a team, a call center that can call this person and pre-qualify, that's awesome. But PPC is, you need to be such a speed to lead and such a, uh, urgency for that lead because of what I just mentioned, Comp competition, motivation of the lead. And you also need to be at your best core consultant stage. So that's where you come in. You're not just a salesperson. You're actually a consultant because we don't know what's going on. So you follow in a script where we understand, hey, what's your motivation or the condition of the property? Uh, what's the time frame that they're looking to sell? while building report, introducing yourself, of course, what you do and being able to tell them either an offer in a second call or a, an actual solid solution in a second uh, appointment that you guys can set. That could be uh, appointment that is by the phone virtually because we don't need to do that. We don't need to do a, a home appointment anymore. Even after COVID, uh, it's been easier. But you can also do a set an appointment after that uh, to discuss options in the property, like in-house, right? Makes sense. So that's, that's magic about pay-per-click. And are you finding um, the initial lead on Google and then retargeting on social, like on IG and Facebook? Or are you finding, yeah. are you finding the leads on Facebook? Are you, are you doing all lead? And, and let me just paint the picture for it. First answer a question and I'll now paint the picture for the audience. Yeah. So, uh, so for example, guys, you guys can also uh, target uh, people on Facebook after they have visited this website that they probably have. Maybe they haven't taken action. Maybe haven't submitted the form, and uh, they go ahead and they go to Facebook or Instagram, and you're popping right there as retargeting. We're going to retarget them with another. Uh, another ad copy that is going to let them know that here, here we're there again, but <laughs> we are looking to buy more properties that are around the area. Here's what I can do for you. Uh, here's the benefits and absolutely, of course, uh, lay out what are the steps that they need to take in order to get this going. So it could be a, a button in the lead form or in, in, the, in the ad that leads to a landing page and you again are capturing them right there. Or you can target people from Facebook and Instagram in a cold approach. What does that cold appro approach mean? That they've never seen you before, all right? They've never uh, actually seen you, but Facebook is going to target based on the keywords that we actually put in the ad copy, all right? 
we're going to target them based on the interest and behaviors that we're going to put in the back end of Facebook. So you can put, uh, for example, interest. Uh, it could be financial interest. Uh, it could be things like cash out refinance. Uh, it could be things like uh, you maybe they are looking for um, real estate, uh, real estate broker at some point. Maybe they are they're actually looking at Zillow at some point. Maybe they are looking at some other uh, financial uh, interest based on their, their their Google search or based on their activity on their phone or whatever that Facebook captures. And you can cold approach them, but these people already fit the criteria that you want because you're using keywords such as financial hardship, such as divorce, moving out of state, maybe uh, lots of repairs of your house or uh, not, you know, not uh, or wanting to sell their property assets. So these keywords that Facebook is also able to read will place them in front of the actual people which that have had that uh, criteria. So which do you guys see more success in like going cold on Facebook or following them around on Facebook? So we actually uh, do both. We usually start, uh, usually Facebook is way more, ch is cheaper than Google PPC. Let me tell you that. So we usually start with Facebook and we start with both. So we were going to target in doing the cold approach, all right, on Facebook. And I say it in quotation marks because we're literally going to target people that have uh, Facebook uh, algorithm and Facebook machine learning is so smart now that the ad copy that we do and the creative that we actually put is only going to be seen such a dog whistle is only going to be heard by the, by the, by the dogs, right? So these ads are going to only be seen by these homeowners that are looking to sell their property. Let me ask you a question on that real quick. That's yep. what a lot of people, um, because of the special ads category and like real estate agents right now, like how do you target on Facebook from a cold perspective? Because you can't really target and I think a lot of people get shy because it's so wide and narrow Yeah, that, I mean, it's so wide that like, just say I want to target San Diego. So yeah. my audience can be like 1 million people after I use this super rare, like interest targeting. Yeah. And uh, I think the question a lot of people have is really like, is it worth it or is it better? Like what I'm seeing people do is, and I don't know if this is right or wrong, but finding the lead on PPC and quadrupling it because it's intent-based. And then following them around on social media, but you're seeing you guys are doing both. Yeah, absolutely. So we're actually doing, we're having a, a great synergy with both. And a lot of, a lot of uh, the things that we also do is that um, either we have a master website that a lot of leads come in nationally and, and, and a lot of prospects come in nationally homeowners, all right, that we already proven data that that data is from homeowners that we're looking to sell. And we create basically a uh, lookalike of those audiences and we tell Facebook to target that lookalike. Uh, or um, as you're running Google, Google PPC, hard. you're retargeting these people, these individuals. So it is definitely worth it to start going at it with both ways. However, Google PPC, Google uh, pay-per-click is way too expensive. All right, let me tell you. It is high cost per lead, all right? So you'll be seeing about uh, one, depending on if you're targeting locally, like local markets, let's say San Diego, uh, you're gonna be seeing higher than 400, $300, $400 per lead, okay? More, even more than that. And that's because it's it's not that Google's too expensive. That This is a competitive keyword because everybody- Super competitive keyword. And you got iBuyers are going after this keyword. Real estate investors are going after this keyword. Like a lot of people are going after, therefore it's more expensive, right? Therefore it's more expensive. That is correct. Um, and as a, as a matter of fact, that's why we almost always tell, hey, you, got, you have a budget to support it. Sure, let's do Facebook and Google. But if you, you're, you're low in budget, you still want to generate results, let's do Facebook, all right? Let's do the way where we're, we're reaching out to these people on Facebook. You're going to be seeing that uh, in, a, in a market, uh, let's say let's go to the Midwest once again, Ohio, Michigan. In a market like that, when you put, let's say, $50 a day on Facebook to just target motivated sellers, you're going to see a cost per lead of about either 30 or 30 to $60 cost per lead. 
And these are homeowners. These are leads that are homeowners that are looking to sell their property. Okay. They're looking to sell their property. Now, um, if you, of course, go to Detroit, it's much, much cheaper than that. But hey, I'm talking about like in general, right? The whole state. If we're going to California, if we're going to San Diego, oh my God, the CPL goes through the roof. Sure. Why? It's because again, competition, like it, it's and also the home prices uh, don't doesn't help much and the cost per lead will be pretty high, okay? That does not mean that um, even though you're paying like high, higher cost per lead, that you're not going to get leads. You're going to get leads. You're just going to have to pay more for it. Okay. It's all relative. Running... I'm sorry. I mean, it's relative. People will it's pay relative. more because you can make more money on an $800,000 house than you can on an $80,000 house. So 100%. 100%. Like I believe in California, like you can easily do uh, 30, 40K deals plus easily compared to Michigan or things like that. Right. So, um, what I do really recommend is that if you're, for example, a real estate agent that is considering to be a hybrid or, or, or if you are, for example, a real estate investor that is also considering getting their license, all right, I really recommend that you both work with, um, with your you know, colleagues, call them like that, because they're going to build, you know, you're going to be able to, to convert more business. If you don't want to learn the skill, and I, sh- I think you should, of converting deals through creative financing or through cash offers or other options that you can do, then get a partner, get someone that is boots in the ground, okay, boots in the ground in your local market or markets that you're covering, and you should be able to convert like that. Why, why, are, why, am, I, why am I pushing this way more and more? Why? Because here's the thing. You guys are looking to do cold calling and, and maybe SMS uh, cold messaging and all of this and all these methods have been working for a while really well but now carriers are pushing hard really hard into these methods and they're blocking they're they're uh, you know they're requiring people to register their business with their number they're requiring people to change the way that they message things and in a few months I may see we may see a huge drop on all these SMS marketing platforms. And um, we got to start doing more inbound, all right? More, more about uh, online marketing, more direct mail, you know, being able to do maybe radio ads, all this kind of stuff, uh, just because all this cold outbound approach that still work may go away because of carriers, all right? But hey, that's another topic. Uh, what I really would love to, um, you know, stress is that we definitely should, we definitely should be able to uh, work with real estate investors if you're an agent. And if you are a real estate investor, you should always definitely reach out to a real estate agent so that you guys have that hybrid synergy. Okay. Yeah, and you can share costs. I mean, to me, that's the obvious. This is, lead generation is an expensive thing, you guys. Like um, any business, there's lead generation and there's marketing and attraction. Uh, most times on the show, we're talking about a lot of marketing and attraction stuff, but thing with marketing and attraction, it's not targeted. It's just going to come to you based upon how big your audience is and how many people are constantly seeing your shit. When we're talking about lead generation, we're putting our offer directly in front of somebody that may or may not need it. And we expect them to take a direct response for it. And lead generation is more expensive. Um, They're both ways to generate and acquire clients. But, you know, if you're going to be chasing um, motivated sellers, you're going to be in the lead generation route and everybody should be doing a little bit of both. Um, it makes sense what you're saying about text messaging. So just to cap, uh, we did a couple of shows, I think a couple of shows ago, we did text uh, messaging and whatnot. It, it was a really inexpensive way to basically spam a bunch of owners as long as you get their phone numbers, which isn't hard yeah. um, and uh, work, but there's a lot of laws coming out that that might be cut out. So we're seeing the need to have to go back to the more traditional ways. Like direct mail was always the number one for um, real estate investors traditionally. Um, right. Right. And then cold calling still works, but you know, a lot of people are on this do not call list and all that other stuff. And you're saying like the carriers are cracking down on the outbound ways you can actually call it spamming, cold calling, whatever the hell to, to interrupt somebody. So people are going to be forced possibly if this all goes through to start taking some more inbound active approaches, which honestly is just a lot more work and it costs more money. Um, really. Right. And that's what we're talking about with this online. That is correct. 
That is correct. Let me ask and, you one uh, more question. I have one yeah, on sure. just a, uh, so you're saying if I target interests, I just want to target interests of people. If I target interests, you're saying that the copy that I write and Facebook's smart enough. So the copy I write in the ad is super important because Facebook uses that ad copy to put our ads in front of the right people. 100%, 100%. So Facebook, um, as it gets smarter and smarter and also gets more restrictions with specific uh, categories such as uh, employment or housing, right? Um, as we get more into that, we need to be able to be more creative with our ad copy. And usually our ad copy needs to have specific keywords that you would know that these homeowners would be relatable to, would automatically uh, have some sort of, call it connection, call it some sort of synergy, some sort of, uh, we'll be able to read that, see that, and we'll be able to be interested in reading more on the ad copy and clicking on the ad so that they can take action. And Facebook knows based on the keywords that you put um, who to who will be most likely to see that ad based on those keywords, but also knows and reads the picture that you're going to be putting the ad. That's why we got to be very, very obvious in our ads, all right? in our ad creative of, of who should be also be placing this. So for example, um, one of our offers, right? That says homeowners sell your property assets and get top dollar. So you're gonna place either a okay looking house, okay? With a circle banner that says, uh, um, sell your property assets for top dollar. Or you can also say another banner, another way, um, either in the top or in the bottom or in the middle, and you can say uh, sell your uh, sell your property assets and get cash, all right, or get a cash offer for your property instantly. Something like this that is obvious that that Facebook is also able to read, and, uh, and that you are also going to be able to uh, also create uh, in Canva or something like that. And Do they read the text on the images? Or they are they able? Is it able to interpret the image? It's going to interpret the image. That's for sure. So one thing that we used to do before, and we used to do, we used to get like low quality leads, uh, is we used to have for motivated sellers. So for for buyers as a as a as a, as a real estate agent, for buyers having a grid of homes, it works great to get buyers' attention. But for homeowners that are looking to sell their property. Uh, if you if you do ads that are like a grid of houses, even if it has a little banner, people are automatically going to see, hey, this is going to be a list options of houses that I can buy. And whenever the, those the, you know those pictures used to used to be um, used to be placed in front of these people, we would get a lot of confused buyers, which was people that thought that hey, I thought I thought that you were selling that house because the grid looks like that. So Facebook plays in the wrong, the, to the wrong audience, right? Because of how it was. And, and if, if also Facebook places it in the marketplace, of course, it's even more obvious, oh, I'm in the marketplace, I'm selling these four houses or have options to sell all, all these houses. So it was, it was something that we ran in the past that we corrected. We went ahead and created more obvious, a little bit more branded, a little bit more like on your face, this is obvious. I'm, I'm telling you, I can buy your house, or or you're going to sell your property assets for cash. More of an obvious approach. Okay. But make it make it stupid simple. Is it fair to say, like, stop trying to be too creative? Yeah. Dumb it, dumb it, dumb it down a little bit because dumb a lot of times down. people would say, like, just say, hey, sell your house fast now, versus like trying to be all creative and come up with copy. And I find myself guilty of doing it all the time. Yeah, um, and, and you know what? The the the, the coming up with copy and being all creative works amazing for b2b for uh b2b which is a business to business ads all right if you're if you are a coach if you are selling a course if you are uh hiring for um for other agents to come and join you something whatever that is is it's good to be creative but for like things like this where you're going b2c all right where you're actually uh targeting you know, regular people, they need to make sure that, you know, we're straight to the point, we're giving them exactly what they offer, what we're offering. And um, 
and they want to they just want to like read through it and like exactly you want to make sure that it is exactly what 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 they want to read it's exactly what they what they uh, are intending to get at the end it's not it's not too much of a creative ad copy or storytelling that you that you can that you can get all right it's um it's 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 a way it's it's a way that we have to learn our ways to to target homeowners this way right being stupid simple and stupid straight to the point all right makes sense um any other um tips uh that you have here uh you mentioned some stuff about speed to lead you guys should know that already you know speed to lead you got to follow up with the lead asap like that's you know common sense and real estate especially for an opt-in you guys should know that if you don't yeah. um, go back to the basics uh yeah <laughs> um 100 but so um, let, let's do let's do a uh let's do a an exercise so for example someone just came in from a facebook ad or a google ad all right now this person first of all does not have your phone number as a contact uh because you you didn't call call them or it wasn't not your referral or just didn't have your numbers contact so you want to try to call them right away within five minutes within seconds and they may not have that you you saved in a contact so their smartphones maybe are equipped to filter the first phone call all right so what you want to do, and this is a technique that I use, is as, as carriers and smartphones get smarter uh, with filtering calls, um, you want to do double tap, double tap, triple tap for quadruple tap in order to get these people on the phone. So if someone doesn't have your phone number, all right, but you know they've they've given you some sort of uh, in, you know intention to 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 get an offer, yeah. you're going to double tap, triple tap quadruple tap them and to get them on the phone while they're giving you the permission to give them a call or to text them or to get, you know, get a hold of them. So your job is to do whatever it takes in order to do that. And there's a lot of people that are against, against that, but Hey, this is not a harassment approach. It is a, you are needing help. I am making sure that I use my customer service, super skills to get a hold of you and, you know, and being able to solve this problem. So having an approach where you call these people on the phone two to three, four times is huge, but also having a CRM that automatically within minutes or one minute or, or 30 seconds, text them to, up, to spark a conversation. Now, why is that important? Again, Google PPC, it would be a uh, competition, all right? Now, they probably are going to the first one, second one, third one. But if you texted them within 30 seconds, they're going to be like, wow, this guy's on top of his stuff or this woman is on top of his stuff, right? So you're going to set up a CRM, all right, that uh, it has automated follow-up and it can, can potentially go into a drip until you get this person to spark a conversation. These messages that you're doing, that you're sending are going to spark a conversation rather than being yes or no, Okay. And also, we can also set up emails with the same thing, more formal, more like educational, for sure, that continues to drip. That is going to be very huge for inbound leads in order to get them on, on the phone. And this, guys, with this same approach, we are achieving without even touching. Or, 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 or let's say it's a Sunday night and someone came in, we are achieving a 60 to 70% reply rate which means that 60 or 70 percent of the people will reply to these automations all right now once you start calling them back of course that you know that reply rate or or, or callback rate will increase but you also got to understand that some people are not going to be available for you or you're not going to be the priority of them yeah um until you get them on the phone and you explain to them who the who, who you are and what you can do for them so always follow up and have the mentality, the mindset of, um, if I don't get them on the phone, if haven't spoken with this person, it's still, it's, it's still, I cannot still say, I cannot say that it's a bad lead. It, yep. it is, it is going to be a bad lead after you have a conversation, uh, and you figure out that it was a bad lead, not before you <coughs> have a conversation. All right. I'm, uh, I'm sharing right now. Um, so here's like a, a good example of this. It happened to me this weekend. So this was a, uh, where did I opt into this? 
Oh, okay. So a friend of mine recommended this group for dads on Facebook and it's called the dad code club. And I'm like, Oh, that sounds interesting. And it's just about like dads, like this is, it's the same concept you guys, but you know, this is just more of a social thing. I'm like, Oh, it's, it's for busy dads that are entrepreneurs. I'm like, Oh, this might be a cool way to pull off some steam. So I ended up joining the Facebook group, but immediately upon joining the Facebook group, yeah, I got the email, but I also got the text. And to be honest with you, I forgot I opted in for the Facebook group until he started sending me um, the texts and they were automated, obviously. And he's just, he sent one, two, I've gotten three in three days, uh, mm-hmm. two the same day and then one the next day. Uh, so this is day three here. And um, he just says like, hey, I uh, just want to make sure that you got into the Facebook group and you got it all in there. Like, I forgot I was even in the Facebook group. I forgot I opted into the Facebook group. Um, and it was only a matter of minutes. Because I was sitting on the couch, like hanging out, watching TV, blah, blah, I opted in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. And I answer these questions. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll see that group when they approve me to be a member. And I didn't even, what got me to go look at the group for the first time was the text message. I'm like, oh, I'll see if I'm approved yet. Then I went into the group and now I'm engaging in there. That little touch was uh, very important. That's what he's saying here is like, you got to engage the lead to start the conversation because without the conversation, you can never start building the trust. And if you can't start building the trust, they're going to forget how many times they, who they opted in with and with what and whom right off the bat because their mind's already elsewhere. So that's a perfect example. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Well put, dude. Well, well put. Um, any other uh, final thoughts you want to mention? And then we'll go ahead and give you the floor if people want to reach out to you guys, see some of the content you have on your site. Um, yeah, you can absolutely. Tell about that. Hey, you know what? Uh, if, you know, if right now, if you guys are looking to, to get into inbound motivated sellers, I suggest that you guys start with Facebook and then, then later on Google, whenever you guys have an ROI from Facebook, um, Google is always going to be a higher intent. Uh, but Facebook gets the results as well and gets those contracts going. Okay. Uh, we, we take care of that for real estate agents and real estate investors and real and agents that are hybrid. Okay. We take care of that. And, uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, we also help real estate agents that are only looking for buyers, uh, and regular sellers without having to do the motivated seller approach. All right. Same thing book appointments or do live transfers with these individuals because we will be helping with the follow-up, right? That follow-up that I just told you guys that continues for like two months, our team in the call center does that, okay? So that's huge. Um, and I recommend you that you guys leverage video on, on Facebook and, and Instagram. You guys are going to leverage video right now, right there. You're building report on the video, little video that you guys created right way right there it's a it's a it's a mindset thing you've you make them seem your face you make them seem that it's a it's a human thing and uh right away when you get when they get the person on the phone when you get the person on the phone they will have more of a familiar approach all right and this happens uh with a with a client of, of mine that is in jacksonville florida he, he sends me videos like every two, three weeks, new videos. We put them there. We chop them pieces. And like, he's well known in Jacksonville. And now every single time that, uh, and ever since we started just only running videos, right? Every single time that we're running a, uh, a lead and, and uh, a lead generation, uh, lead generation and conversion campaign, people will be like, yeah, I saw you in the video. I've seen you two, three times. And now I'm actually just, you know, looking to sell my property, let's get this going. Uh, And we even tested YouTube ads too. Um, And even more people said, hey, yeah, so I've I've been seeing you for a while on Facebook. Now I'm in YouTube. I'm going to be working with you. So that that is a great way. Right. If if someone who sees their agent ever like, wow, this guy could probably do a really good job of marketing my house. If he could do half as good a job as how he markets his business. So it's a lot of positioning. Um, Esteban, why don't you go tell everybody where your guys' website's at and how they can reach you? Absolutely. So our website, uh, type in Google, have the intention to search it, and www.hesselmedia.com, H-E-S-E-L media.com. But the way that you guys are going to be able to reach me is um, Mike is going to definitely going to give you guys a link where you can have a direct booking where I will have, you will have my calendar, right? Or my team's calendar where you guys can come and talk to me directly and uh, see if there's anything that we can, you know, give each other value, right? That we can help right here. So 
Uh, I love to get on a call with, with any of you that is listening here. I love to really explain to you how we're doing things uh, and maybe hopefully uh, work together. I expect that you'll see that calendar in, uh, in Mike's, uh, in Mike's uh, description area. Yeah, okay. you guys can click on the show notes uh, for the website at realestatemarketingdude.com if you want to uh, get his calendar and um, explore it a little bit further. But folks, we appreciate you listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Uh, a lot of stuff we talked about today is a lot of this is brand, a lot of this is conversion. Um, should you need help with any of that, whether it's doing your videos, um, contact Real Estate Marketing Dude, or it's developing a listing strategy that gives you the multiple options to convert uh, some of these seller leads then visit listingadvocate.com. Either way, we're all about doing things differently through marketing and branding that brings value out. And most importantly, if you notice what he said at the very end of this conversation was that people want to get a, an idea to know who you are before they call you and who they're about to do business with. And that's exactly what video does for your business. It humanizes your brand, makes you more approachable and personalizes the communication without you actually having to be there. That's why we do video. So you know where to find us if need be. Feel free to visit us realestatemarketingdude.com and connect with us on social please guys and keep leaving those reviews we love reading them thanks so much for listening to another episode of the marketing dude podcast we'll see you guys on next week's episode esteban appreciate thank you, you dude good show and thanks for all the nuggets i'll i go love back and... being here thank you thank you sir go listen to some of those nuggets he dropped a lot i have a page full of notes i'll be adapting into my own ads if you haven't realized i was asking him certain questions for a reason um so uh <laughs> go listen back trust me there's a lot of nuggets in that Great job, dude. I'll see you later. And uh, thanks, folks, for listening to another episode. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time. Oh,